0: Good morning and welcome to the prayer call. This is Bishop Smith, Pastor Adrian. We want to say welcome to all of the intercessors. Welcome to the members of New Destiny Church. We love you all so much. Welcome to the universal body who is calling in from around the world. Pray today will bless you and. Cause you to be inspired and spiritually enriched as we dive into the Word of God. I also want to say welcome to every pastor that is on the line this morning. We thank God for you, the holy call in which God has called you to help people understand the principles concerning the Kingdom of God. And so this morning we have with us Sister Brandy Good. Brandy will be doing our prayer requests, and praying for those prayer requests. How are you doing this morning, Brandy? Praise the Lord. Maybe she's not on yet. We will get back to her. And we have with us this morning Pastor Horatius Harris, who will be doing our devotion for today. How are you doing this morning, Pastor?
1: I'm doing most excellent. Thank you, sir. Good to be on the call. Good morning to everyone else that's on the call, Pastor Adrian and and the family.
0: Well, man, you sound good, and hopefully you've rested since you've left California and gone back to the East Coast. And we thank God for you and your wife and your family. We thank God for your church, the ministry which God's called you to establish, and the call of God that's on your life. We um, are thoroughly blessed by your ministry. We were blessed Sunday. Great time, great time in the Word. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, we're going to pray this morning, and we are going to jump right in it. We're going to get to it this morning. And so, Father, we thank you, and we bless you this morning. We say good morning to you, Father God. Good morning, Lord Jesus, and good morning, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you are the Godhead that is to lead and guide men into all truth and show us things to come. So as we yield to you this morning, we thank you that you will lead us and you will guide us into all truth. Father, we thank you for this is the day that you have made in it. We shall rejoice and be glad. We thank you that you've delivered us from the powers of darkness. You've translated us into the kingdom of your dear Son, whereby you, you've given us a legal right to declare that you are our Father, that you will never leave us, nor will you ever forsake us, and you keep on providing for us. Regardless of the things that we go through in life, you said in your word, all things work together for good for those that love God and those that are called according to his purpose. I boldly declare, whatever you're going through, if the enemy is trying to overcome you, God, in his own wisdom, will cause it to work in your favor. It has to turn around for your good. As long as you operate in faith, firm, relying trust in God, and stagger not, stagger not. And so we thank God that it's through faith we obtain victory in our everyday lives. So have your way this morning, Father, as we dive into your word and have our time of prayer this morning in Jesus' name. Pastor Harris?
1: Amen. For the word of God this morning, uh, I will read from Luke 17. Verse 33, and I'm reading from the Amplified, and it reads like this. Whoever seeks to save his life will eventually lose it through death, and whoever loses his life in this world will keep it from the consequences of sin and separation from God. I I often have said this uh, growing up through my ministry world, And, you know, I I believe it's actually true. You can either be born twice and die once or born one and die twice. You have a choice because if you're born twice, the Bible says that if you're born again, then you are saved. What are you saved from? From the last part of this verse, it says, from the consequences of sin and separation from God. That's what we're saved from when we come into Jesus Christ, when we make that confession that he is Lord of our life. We are saved from the consequences of sin and separation from God. But if you're only born once, born in the natural, and you never make that confession, then not only do you die a physical death, but you die a spiritual death. These are the choices that we have in our life at this moment. But whoever seeks to save his life mm, will lose it. Whoever loses his life will keep it. If we try to save our lives, which means we ourselves, in and of our own works, in and of our own deeds, try to, Uh, live a good life, don't bother anybody, you know, keep our nose clean, you know, do the right things. That means we're dependent upon us, our own selves, to save ourselves. And that's where many make mistakes. They make mistake of thinking that it's about works and what they can do that will determine how their life Will go eternity. So, I look at this and I start to um, dissect this word because many of y'all know I lo- I love researching. I love looking at scripture and getting into the rudimentary things. And when we look at this text, we start to see we see the word life two times whoever seeks to save his life will lose it and whoever loses his life will keep it. But when you, upon further investigation you see that in the original interpretation in the Greek the word life is translated two different ways and this will lend us some understanding as to how we really need to look at this scripture. It says, in the original interpretation, it says this. It says, whosoever shall seek to save his life, psyche, shall lose it. And "And whoever shall lose his life, zugonia, shall preserve it. All right? Watch this. So two different translations of the word life. And you notice that it it reverses it. But here in the text, when we look at life, psyche, it says if you try to preserve yourself in your mind, which is your mind will make you think that you can preserve yourself. Psyche, that's what it says. (laughs) says, Whoever seeks to save his life shall lose it. If we think that we can save ourselves, it is our mind that is deceiving us, and we are fooling ourselves, and therefore we are causing ourselves to have, that is subject to the consequences of sin and death. So what God desires for us to do is to let this mind be in us, which was also in Christ Jesus. What mind did Jesus have? Jesus didn't come to save his life. He came to give up his life so that many shall live. Not that we are living the life that Jesus came to live as far as the purpose for which he came into the earth. However, we are in and of ourselves looking to give up our life unto God so that God can use us the way that he desires to use us. If you if you lend yourself, because this is hard to do, if we think about everything that we do in life, we got to question ourselves. What's the motive? Why am I doing this? You know, why? It, it, it's good that you do things sometimes that you don't want to do. You may not have a desire to do it, but is it, Is it the will of God that it shall be done? I'm going to share this with you because most of the times when I don't want to do something and, and, and I have a reservation in doing it, there is an inherent blessing in it that I can't see. There's inherent, but I can count many times where I say, ah, I don't feel like doing it. I'm tired. Ah, I don't feel like going on it. But in it, God is, is, is pushing me to go through something because he's looking to bless me on the other side if I can only push past my flesh. Because it's using my flesh that doesn't want to do it. It's not my spirit. If my spirit don't want to do it, then that's a whole other thing. but if it's my flesh that doesn't want to do it, God presses me through, and there's a blessing on the other side of it my mind <laughs> my mind starts to take over saying, "Ah, you tired? you don't need to do that ah you you don't you don't you don't have time to do that, and this is how we have to have discernment on whether we do something or not do something, we have to have the distinguishing factor of is it our mind or is it our spirit? Then it goes on to say, whoever seeks to lose his life shall preserve it. Zugonia, which is a whole other word, which really speaks to your spirit because it talks about the life uh the 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 being, the essence of the person who God created you to be, and this is what God desires for us. We need to lose our life in him. We need to lose our life in him. and I know as 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 a believer in Jesus Christ, you've made many decisions that you felt it was painful, but you knew it was necessary. It stretched you. It caused you to have a deeper devotion. This is why you're getting up early in the morning. It's because you're doing what Paul says. You're beating your flesh into subjection to your spirit. You get up in the morning like this, every morning, man, your flesh like, oh, I'm tired. I don't want to get on the prayer call. And your spirit says, get up. It's not what you want. It's what God wants. So I applaud you for getting on the prayer call because you are disciplining your flesh. Your flesh has to get in line. Your flesh has to get in order. And when you do, God starts to rejuvenate you. And God starts to reward you. Hebrews 11, verse 6, one of my favorite scriptures. I often quote because, and I put it on my tagline, even in my letters. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and he is a rewarder to those who diligently seek him. When you get up in the morning, you're subjecting your flesh to the spirit, and you're seeking God, and he's going to reward you in the time that you seek him. You're being rewarded right now. You're being encouraged right now. Watch this. Things that will probably would have caught you off guard for this day because you got up this morning and you're on the prayer call, God's going to cause your spirit to be, watch this, pre-programmed to avoid the, the situations. That's why I like using waves when I'm driving. Waze gives me indications of things that are coming ahead better than most navigation systems. Police reported ahead. Object and road ahead. See, this is what God is doing while you're on the prayer call this morning. He's giving you indications of what's going to come. And watch this. It won't scare you and it won't cause you to trip and fall because you will already have had the information that God downloaded in your spirit because you got up and you subjected yourself to the spirit. And God has to reward you. Father, we thank you. We honor you today. I thank you for this time that we are on this call because we are losing ourselves in you. It's not our minds that's going to control us. It's our spirit that's going to direct us. And by the spirit, we declare that you are God all by yourself and that we alone have been crafted in your hands have been fashioned by your love and your care. We thank you, Lord God, for ordering our steps on this day. Father, we thank you for giving us and rewarding us for diligently seeking you each and every day that we're able to get on the prayer call and get some understanding and get revelation and get a clue as to what you're doing right now. Thank you that this is a prophetic prayer call. Not a prayer call just to wake up our bodies and our minds. This is a prayer call where you're downloading things and you're giving information. You're sharing what is to come. You're giving opportunity for those who want to get their lives together. So, Father, I pray this prayer right now with all sincerity that we walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit, that we live our lives where we're not trying to preserve it, we're not trying to get, everything, get all we can and can all we can get, but that we loose your presence according to your word, and we declare that we are the believers who shall live a life that is pleasing unto you. And we thank you for this moment. And for this time of prayer that we can come before you boldly, I declare that if anybody that's on this prayer call this morning that's dealing with any circumstance or situation, Father God, this is a time where the atmosphere is set, where heaven is open, and it will release the glory that is necessary for change to happen in their lives. I declare change right now. Shift into the presence of God that it shall be moved Every mountain shall be brought low. Every valley shall be exalted. And I declare every crooked place shall be made straight. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: And amen. Wow. What a powerful word this morning. I pray that you have been enriched, as we said at the top of the prayer line, and you have been inspired, that we've lost our old lives. And now we've gained life. There has to two births have to take place. You must be born, but you also must be born again. We'll unpack more of that a little bit later. At this time, we want to yield the line to Sister Brandy Goods. She's going to come this morning with our prayer requests and pray over those prayer requests this morning, Sister Brandy.
2: Good morning. We have a prayer request from Erica Dorsey. She says, please pray for restoration in my marriage, for reconciliation, clarity, unity, grace, forgiveness, and an abundance of love. The second prayer request is from Bernetta Payne. She says, I am asking for prayer for my relationship with my son, Cameron. We were discussing what's going on in this world. He got married, and I am hearing beliefs we did not teach him. All of a sudden, there is no God. I talk to him, my heart and my mind is trouble, and he has cut communication. I need him to open communication. So, Father, we thank you. We thank you that we can come boldly to your throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Father, we pray for the restoration of Erica's marriage. You are a God of restoration, and your highest is reconciliation. Father, may they be reconciled one to another. Marriage is honorable in your sight. Your word says that a husband shall leave his father and mother and shall cleave to his wife. And what God has joined together, let no man separate. Father, we thank you that the king's heart is in your hand, and like rivers of water, you turn it whatever you wish. Father, we pray for the healing in this marriage. You said, can two walk together unless they agree? We decree and declare that there's agreement in this marriage and that the two are no longer twain but of one flesh. Father, may the husband love his wife like Christ loved the church and gives himself for her. May he love his wife as his own body. May they submit themselves one to another in the fear of the Lord. May Erica be subject to her own husband and submit to him as unto the Lord. May she respect and honor her husband. Holy Spirit, we ask you to bring to their remembrance the vows that they made to one another. Father, may they die to self and prefer one another in honor in the name of Jesus. Father, may they dwell together in unity. May they be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as Christ just as in Christ God forgave them. Father, may they operate in 1 Corinthians 13 and 4. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous, it does not brag, and it is not proud. Love is not rude, it is not selfish, and it cannot be made angry easily. Love does not remember wrongs done against it. May love prevail in this situation in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we just lift up Bernetta and her son Cameron to you in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that you will mend her relationship with her son. We ask that you would turn the heart of the children to the parents and that the parts of the parents to the children. You said train up a child in the way that he should go, and when he's old he will not depart. Father, may she commit Cameron to your charge, for you will perfect those things that concern her. You have begun a good work in Cameron, and you will perfect it to the end. May she cast all of her cares upon you, for you care for her. May she rest in the peace, the peace that only you can give, Father. Father, give unto her the wisdom that is needed as she stands still and sees the salvation of the Lord. Father, we pray that he will return to his first love and that he will awaken out of sleep and out of slumber in the name of jesus father and that he will come to know the truth we pray that cameron will not shut his ears and his heart to the truth we decree and declare that cameron's eyes shall see and he has ears that will hear and a heart that understands father you are not willing that any should perish, but that all will come to repentance. We ask you to draw Cameron with your loving kindness and send laborers down his path to water the seeds that's already been sown. Father, we ask you to reveal yourself to him and may he have an undeniable divine encounter with Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we pray, Amen and thank you.
0: Amen. Wow, wonderful prayer. Sister Brandy, you know, as we continue to pray for Cameron, one of the things that came up in my spirit when Brandy first uh, declared the de- um, declared the prayer request before she even prayed about this young man is that it is vitally important that where we are today. Please hear me, intercessors and those that are on the line, that God has called you to prayer. We have to pray for young people like never before. All these things that have manifested themselves during the pandemic is grabbing a hold to young people and causing them to be confused, also distracted concerning their true spirituality. I can just name a whole host of things that has just manifested themselves from black Israelites to, I could just go on and on and on, that it's not um, our Christian culture in which we've been raised. And the Bible says there will come a generation that will not know the God of our Father. We have to declare that Cameron and everyone like Cameron, are millennials, our Gen Zs, will not fall in that category. That they will continue to be lovers of the truth and lovers of God. That they will not be this classification of people that Luke talks about in Luke 17, verse 33. Whoever tries to preserve his life will lose it, but whoever loses life will preserve it and quicken it, from the Amplified Translation. It is very important that we pray for them as Brandy prayed for them this morning. We have to continue to pray for them. And whenever we have an opportunity to sit down and listen to them. Sometimes it's not trying to persuade people what's right. It's just listening to people to find out where they are. When you can find out where people are, you can, a lot of times, hear error. Then once you hear error, you can now give them truth. And that's what it's about. It's about giving people the truth. Jesus says, I'm the way, I'm the truth, and the life. As Pastor Harris said, you have to let go of your old life, that previous life, that, that life, that psyche. Greek word he used, whoever tries to preserve his life will lose the psyche. The unrenewed mind will always cause us to think that we can save ourselves. Or there's some other way. There's some other way. And there's no other way to life, especially the God kind of life, outside of the key, outside of the door, outside of the way. And that's who Jesus is. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man can come unto the Father but By me. And that's the only way we can gain this life. That's the only way our lives are preserved. And according to Amplified, our lives are quickened. That word means to make alive. To make alive. And those of us who got rid of that dead weight, that old way of living, that old way of thinking, that old behavior, that old mannerism, now our lives are being preserved They've been quickened, and we're living the God kind of life. I pray you've been blessed today. I know I have been blessed. But before we end our call, we want to circle back to Pastor Harris and see if Pastor has any closing remarks. Pastor Harris.
1: I don't have any closing remarks. I think you just summed it up real nicely, so I don't have anything to add to that.
0: Come on, Pastor. <laughs> thank you, thank you so much. It's well, you know, it's truth, and and that's where I am. I I'm a lover of truth. I'm a lover of God, you know. And when you love truth, love God, as Pastor said, love getting into the Word. He made me, he made me go pull out my Greek book. I got my Greek study Bible right here in front of me. When he started coming up <laughs> with them Greek words, I'm like, man, that's pretty good. But that's what you should always do. You should study out a matter. As I always tell you, fact check me. Fact check me because I'm not exempt from making mistakes. But I really try to make sure what I'm presenting is presented through truth, that we've studied out a matter. And that's what the Bible says, that we are to be workmen and not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of Truth, but in order to do that, you got to study to show yourself approved to God. Now, I don't believe you need to be a minister to just study. You just need to be a child of God. Every child of God, whether what you're studying, you're going to have a platform or opportunity to present it or not, you need to understand your faith and know your Bible, because if you don't, someone can talk you out of what you think you know. What all that getting, get an understanding and it's vitally important well we're headed for the weekend can you believe it headed for the week end and we are in the second we then finished the second week of august getting ready to go into the third week it's hard to believe time is going so fast but we're going to have a great weekend it's going to be a hot one it's going to be a hot one so do everything that you can to keep cool, stay indoors, drink plenty of water, take care of yourself, get yourself some exercise. If you're out going to work, we declare traveling grace that spirit of the Lord and traveling mercies and angels have gone before you, that no sickness, harm, or danger can come near you or your dwelling place. The vehicle that you are in will get you to your destination and back home safely. In Jesus' name, we boldly declare you shall have a blessed day in God. And I don't care how the day goes. Remember, we've already determined when we're commanding our morning, you will have a blessed day in God. How can you say that, Bishop? Because we got a hold of the day before the day has got a hold of us. Well, Psalms 118 verse 24 says, This is the day that the Lord has made. In it we shall rejoice and be glad. In this brand new day, it's a brand new you. Brand new opportunities and brand new possibilities. Come on, make this confession of faith with us this morning. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world. From this moment forward, I will be very courageous. I will not waver in my faith. I will not give in to fear. I am more than a conqueror, and I am a world overcomer. I boldly declare you are more than a conqueror, and you are a world overcomer. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Well, until next time, as we always say, walk by faith and not by sight. This is Sister Brandy, Pastor Adrian, Pastor Harris, and Bishop. We're signing off this morning. We'll see you uh, Sunday do streaming, and we're going to continue to bless God. God bless you. We love you. Be blessed. Let's open the lines.